Hey everybody, it's Dr. Bill Jensen. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve Wellness Experience. Uh, it's good to be back with you all today. Uh, today we're going to dive into a topic that's near and dear to my heart. It's one of my favorite hormone topics in the world, and that's human growth hormone. Uh, there's a lot of stigma that goes around about that, of course, but we have a guest today that's come up with a solution uh, for that. It's going to make it a, a safe alternative for everybody out there. And so I'm super pumped about it because, uh, again, I, I love this uh, hormone. I love the potential behind it. And uh, it really is the fountain of youth if used properly. So I hope you guys enjoy this show and get a lot out of it, of course. All right. Well, welcome back. My guest today is the president of Bioprotein Technology and the creator of BioPro Plus. It is the first 100% non-synthetic alternative to prescription human growth hormone treatment. In addition, he has years of experience working some of uh, the world's most elite professional athletes, trusted physicians, and even international private security and military personnel. Since his 20s, he has been instrumental in the product design and brand development for natural products in the professional athletics, fitness, and medical supply categories. And with all that experience, his passion remains the same, and that's to help individuals maximize their physiological and cognitive potential safely, of course. Dustin Baker, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I uh, Every time I hear an intro like that, I kind of like... Can't believe somebody's actually talking to me. I still feel like this kid, like scrubbing toilets in a gym. But so, <laughs> um, <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> I, I just always laugh. Yeah, I always kind of laugh at this. Like, how did I even get here? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, let's rock and roll. Yeah, let's do it. So I guess before we we kind of dive into the topic, which obviously is this product that you have, the the Bio uh, Pro Plus. Um, you know, give, give the listeners a little background about yourself. And, you know, we kind of talked about, you know, over the years you've been involved in the fitness industry and alternative med- natural products industry and such like that. Well, I mean, how did, how'd you take an interest to it and how'd you get involved? Man, uh, how much time do you have? I, I would say an hour. Realistically, someone <laughs> said this. Yeah, I have an hour. Okay, cool. I'll take all of it. Um, I will tell you that somebody said it to me, this, someone said it to me like this, couple weeks ago and it was like, I didn't really like choose this space. It kind of chose me. Um, this path kind of laid itself out for me and kind of sucked me in. Um, my whole passion in life was fitness. That's where I was just making that joke about cleaning toilets in a gym. That's where this all really like started. I was, a um, I was an overweight kid growing up. I wasn't really that great at sports. I tried to play, you know, I played baseball like everybody else played hockey, soccer. But as I grew up, um, or in my teenage years, I, uh, I was super overweight. I, the skills didn't develop with it. So I didn't have a chance to really play or do sports or anything like that. And it was just an incredibly unhealthy lifestyle. Um, my parents didn't really know about nutrition. A lot of families don't actually, it's not something that's really taught, uh, in our educational system. So that's the life that I lived. Um, what fitness helped give me in my twenties was the exact opposite of that unhealthy lifestyle. Uh, you know, drinking, smoking, college antics, and all of that partying and stuff like that was, um, you know, plagues a lot of a lot of individuals kind of coming up into their adulthood, trying to figure out what their life is like. And I was no different. And um, fitness was a huge paradigm shift for me that sent me in a complete opposite direction. And that's exactly how this kind of all started. I started in a gym scrubbing toilets just to uh, learn everything I could and get mentored by um, a really great 
human performance uh, and fitness mind, an ex-Olympic decathlete who I was just lucky enough to kind of fall into the hands of and willing to scrub his toilets and take out his garbage and fix his equipment just to learn. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the start of my whole career. And I learned and sucked up everything I could. And um, one business led me to another and um, ended up running gyms. I got pulled into a, a national franchise to run their sales and marketing, which focused on collegiate and off-season NFL, CFL, professional athletic performance, which got sucked me into the professional, basically professional sports world. Um, then I started my own concepts, uh, fitness concepts and, and methodology. And all the while through all of those little ventures, there were these formulas from a small lab here in Florida that these guys came up with that we would thread in. And like, I kind of unknowingly would include them in all these little ventures, whether it was, um, you know, our gyms that we had, or whether it was the professional athletes, whether it was just normal guys working out day to, you know, day to day, they worked and they worked for (laughs) most everybody. So, um, when the opportunity arose to kind of get my foot in the door with this brand and, and make a play to, to purchase these formulas, we did. And I, and I did so in the 2018. And since then, it's been about five years, our entire intent and purpose was to increase not only the efficacy of these products, but increase their availability. And now since then we're in probably over 30 countries. We have physicians that provide them from here to South Africa. I mean, it's been a really wild ride, but it's been incredibly easy because I was a user of them. Like I I was just a normal guy, right? Just using them. And I believed in them that much that you know, we put our money where our mouth is and now that's our goal. So BioPro Plus is the latest evolution in those formulas that have been around since about 2009. And um, coincidentally, they've also been the most effective. And now we're in a full-blown uh, pharmaceutical clinical trial to uh, do all kinds of fun stuff after that. Man, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, I always think like when I look at supplements and different things that are on the market, because like, you know, I have a, a decent background in nutrition and supplementation and all that stuff. But, you know, when you start to getting into the, the, the chemical components and the aspects and like how you formulate these things, that's like so above and beyond like my knowledge base and things like that. So how did how did you get into contact with some of those uh, different people, obviously, to, to tweak these formulations? So, um Actually, we still use the original formulators that created what I would call the basis of our existing products to this day. So they are mm-hmm. actually really excited with us being able to come in and and get these types of things to a much larger audience. And they've been actually very helpful in kind of developing these things. That a lot of what goes into our products is all about timing. It's all about extraction methods. It's all about the t- tissue that we use to extract the materials from. Mm-hmm. Um, like anything, it's all about sourcing time. Uh, it's, I gotta be honest with you. It's, we didn't actually really create this science. This is something that the Chinese and the Russians started developing. I mean, you were talking about human growth hormone earlier, human growth hormone really took off and was created, uh, in the late sixties. And it was developed for young people who were suffering from growth deficiencies, like human growth hormone deficiency syndrome. So they were having issues growing. So like children and they would extract growth hormone from cadavers. Right. And then, Mm -hmm. and then later it would come on that they would start using recumbent DNA and actually sucking out synthetic uh, growth hormone to be applied to human beings. So in the, in the late sixties, 
uh, in the 70s, the Russians and the Chinese were using the science that we use now to do what we're doing for their Olympic um, weightlifters and, and different types of Olympic athletes because it's a, a very effective way to suck out human performance or to increase it, to inc- uh, accelerate recovery times, et cetera, in a way that isn't technically considered doping. Um, it doesn't manipulate your glandular function. It doesn't suppress your natural hormone function. So you can include formulas like this to elicit the exact same responses that you would get with a synthetic drug. You just don't have to use a synthetic drug. So where the history of these products come in is the formulators, to your question, mm-hmm. um, wanted to figure out a better way to do this and to do it here in the United States instead of Asia. Because with Asia, you have a lot less... Um, I want to say this the right way. You have a lot less um, regulation, a lot less, uh, let's just say safety standards for extraction of materials, um, safety of materials being used in in application of them. So they wanted to figure out a better way to do it here in the United States. So they spent years doing that. They figured it out. And um, like I said, the last few years, we have just been working with them on how do we make this even more effective. And we feel that we have absolutely succeeded with that with BioPro Plus. It's, it's, um, it's blown every other thing, every other formula that they've done out of the water. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really fascinating. So the, tra- the traditional uh, growth hormone, that would be considered then synthetic that you would get? Is a syn- yeah, it's a synthetic uh, exogenous drug, correct. Right. And how, what, what is the main difference? Obviously, yours is non-synthetic. So how are you extracting it versus like how are they doing sure. it with uh, a synthetic one? Great question. So it's better to take a step back and understand how growth hormone works first. Mm -hmm. So growth hormone secreted by the pituitary gland in your brain. A lot of people don't know after that, it actually gets sent to the liver to be converted into what are called growth factors. So the hormone is simply a chemical catalyst your body creates to then create these growth factors. Now growth factors are cool. They're, they're, they are what are called protein cytokines. All they are is cell signals. So the hormone is secreted just to create cellular signals. Every cell in your body has to be triggered by a signal to then perform the task that it's supposed to do, whether that's a muscle cell needing to multiply and differentiate, right, to increase muscle cells, increase muscle size, whether it's the collagen cells in your skin that have to actually multiply and differentiate to then keep the elasticity and the firmness of your skin. Even uh, there's a signal that increases the blood oxygen level in your blood. So you can increase like, like VO2 max and, and endurance and performance. So the growth hormone is then created into these growth factors. The growth factors are the cell signals that get sent into the blood. You can take them directly into your body, into your bloodstream, and you can trigger your cells to act in the very same way. You just don't ever have to manipulate your own hormone production. That then brings me to um, peptides, right? So there's a lot of uh, peptides out there now, uh, okay. a couple yeah. of different ones, obviously. And what they basically do with the peptide is obviously it stimulates your pituitary gland to release its own um, hormone, uh, growth hormone mm-hmm. into there. Um, how does your product, uh, it's different than that, right? You're, you're just. Yeah. So in that space, I'm happy you brought that up because we get that question all the time, especially from physicians like, okay, cool. We do peptides. So what's the difference? Well, let's look at it as like a three three different, you have an A, B, and a C. You have the injection of the exogenous hormone, we'll just say A. So you're just taking the growth hormone directly. Then you can take B, which is a stimulant, right? You just described it. It's going to stimulate the glandular function to then release the hormone, to then go through that same pathway. Mm -hmm. Or you can just take C, which is 
forget A and B completely entirely, you're just going to take the end result directly. So the end result is going to be the growth factors anyway, but instead of injecting the exogenous hormone, which is again going to suppress your natural production or, or take a peptide, which is going to manipulate or stimulate that production unnaturally, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to, you're going to incur, um, that's called negative feedback loop. You're going to incur some sort of, um, suppression of the natural production. So negative feedback loop is the suppression of your natural hormone production. Like taking Instead, testosterone, you can just, obviously you, you stop producing yeah, testosterone, testosterone, right? So you start suppressing your natural production, which depending upon your goals, none of these things are wrong. It's just depending upon what your goal is or what, you know, your, your, uh, your, adversity or your tolerance for risk mm-hmm. is that kind of determines what path you go down. So with peptides, uh, and I'm not a doctor. Okay. I can't prescribe. I, um, you know, I can't give people direct medical advice. If you have, if you have a question and you have a specific issue with that's medically pertinent to you, you should always speak to your doctor. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to peptides, Peptides were never actually designed to be used for long-term use either. They were designed to be used for at the max three weeks post surgery, right? Mm -hmm. So you can accelerate the healing after some sort, you know, meniscus tear or some sort of soft tissue issue, or you had surgery, you need to recover. Boom. You're going to be put on whatever peptide it is. Now there's, there's quite a different few. There's quite several, right? There's, it's not like one or two. There's quite a few, um, you would be put on a peptide or you could opt to be put on a peptide. You use it for three weeks and then you're done. Now they're being prescribed in, and this is, this is interesting because this is something that happened with growth hormone too, where it was created for a specific purpose and then it's being used quote unquote off label or for different uses that were not intended for it's not intended use. Right. So now peptides are being used for long-term right? The three week rules kind of, nobody even talks about it anymore. And we have no idea what could potentially happen with peptides in the next decade. Cause we don't have, we don't have a decade worth of use of them. These are new drugs, right? Yeah. Um, and they're not, they're not naturally occurring, meaning peptides are amino chains, which are fine, but they are synthetically created amino chains. They're not natural amino chains that your body would naturally produce. They are a lab created specific chain of amino acids. And we don't know what that could do to you long-term. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that is always the the risk, right? You talk about the, uh, what is your tolerance for risk and things like that. So, you know, anytime something new and uh, amazing comes out into the market and, you know, it's touted to be the next big thing that's going to make the big breakthrough, right? So obviously in health and wellness and stuff like that, and without the data, you know, it, it gets into situations that we do down the road. We're like, oh my God, you know, the carnage yeah. as a result yeah. of what happened, you know, because everybody I mean, just like, jumped his, on board. How many cases in history do we have of that? Of mm-hmm. uh, whoops, shouldn't have done that. Um, that the, the you have that new, and I won't use specific names, but you have that new weight loss drug, which I mean, it's, it hasn't even been a year with this uh, injection that people are going mm-hmm. nuts for, and they're already finding severe issues with people. Yeah. Um, uh, in multiple different ways, right? Mm-hmm. So it's again, what's your tolerance for risk if? If you're going to die of, you know, coronary heart failure and you're massively obese, well, you know, your tolerance for risk is probably pretty high because I'll take, you know, the, the other issues over, you know, a, a certain death. Right. Right. So that's a, um, for a metaphor, that mm-hmm. is what it is. But, um, I'm not saying peptides are bad. I'm not saying synthetic HGH is bad. We're just a third option mm-hmm. for individuals who 
you know, maybe won't, don't want to take a needle or uh, have to worry about something happening in 10 years from now. Absolutely. You know, and, and I'll, I'll tell you my, my personal experience. I went to a functional medicine physician. Um, he was um, a regenerative medicine doctor. You know, and we were kind of looking at some of the blood panels and he said, you know, what are your goals? You know, and I said, you know, at at the end of the day, of course, you know, like everybody else probably listening out there that's, you know, in their 40s and stuff like that. You would love to be able to have, you know, the metabolism that you had when you were 18 and lean and, you know, and the recovery that you had from the workouts and everything you did. You know, like you could just you could train like six, seven days a week and you just you felt like invincible, you know, I mean. And so, yeah, he's like, I'm going to put you on ipamorelin peptide. Right. And so I started taking that, but I tell you what, like when I would take that and, and I told him about this, I was like, anytime that I would take that ipamorelin peptide, which again was supposed to was stimulate just natural growth hormone release from my pituitary, I would get flushed and I, my, my heart, well, my heart rate would go over a hundred beats a minute, just sitting there resting. Like it, 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 for whatever reason, it did not agree with me. And so again, risk for tolerance, I was like, this can't be healthy. (laughs) If I'm taking something and I feel like my heart rate's going like sky high and I'm sitting on my couch right now and uh, I feel flushed and it it would be short term, it would last maybe, you know, 10 minutes or so. But still at the same time, I was like, this is clearly not a good reaction for me. So, you know, that 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 was my experience. So that was a very short lived peptide that I was on. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I wanted to, to be able to get a little bit leaner and stuff like that and use that in conjunction with my diet and exercise protocols, but not, not a good, not a good match for me, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you never know how stuff's going to affect you, right? We're, um, they're called side effects. That's why like some people take meds and have a particular side effect and other people don't have it at all. It's just the way their, their, um, their body reacts to different things. Everybody's so different, like you said. So with growth hormone, obviously I would assume uh, that you see the predominantly higher levels of growth hormone in children as they're growing and developing mm-hmm. and tissues. At what age do you really see those growth hormone levels start to taper off with most people? So, so science would say as soon as you finish puberty, now that age can, that age will change for different individuals. It's like 10 As soon as you're days. done through those, <laughs> is it? I don't know. I mean, huh. I mean, I, I swear like children these days for multiple different reasons, not involved with this show probably today, but I mean, they're, they're hitting puberty at like eight, nine, 10 years old. I mean, you see like, I mean, like I, I have children walking into my clinic with their parents and they're like legitimately taller than me and they're like 12. Oh, really? It's crazy. Oh. You know? Um, another, another, another test for another time as far as that's concerned. But, but yeah, with puberty, generally speaking, as you're getting into be, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, you know, I imagine. Yeah. And, and, and most people, you know, depending on what, again, male and females are different, but you're looking at anywhere from 18 to like 23 is, is a, is a, not everybody is the same, but 18 to 23 is typically the years you're going to start to, you know, stop your puberty. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as soon as puberty is done, you're looking at now the start and the rate of hormonal decline. So growth hormone specifically will decline as soon as you finish, start declining as soon as you finish puberty. Now, in extreme cases, you're looking at people around the age of 35 could be at half of what they were at their peak. So Mm -hmm. 35 years old, 50% less, and it will continue to go down every single year after that. A uh, physician here in Tampa who we work with has a really great analogy. It's like in hormonal decline in general, 
right? Whether it's testosterone, growth hormone, whatever. It's like taking a paper cut every single day. So you don't necessarily feel it every single day, but what happens is, is as you acquire and add up all these paper cuts over time, you're looking at a massive blood loss and massive lacerations all over your body. Mm -hmm. And that's the same type of way it is. You wake up one day and you're like, whoa, what has happened to me? Why do I feel like this? You hit that proverbial wall, which typically occurs sometime when you're late thirties, 44 seems to be like a huge age where people like wake up and they're just, they look in the mirror and they feel nothing like they used to. That's, that's typically the age that, that is. And that's probably right around when you're in your 50 percentile range of, of, um, lowered growth hormone. People don't realize that growth hormones, a master hormone. It's master hormone for men and women. It's not sex dominant, like testosterone or estrogen. It's, it's, um, it's responsible for things like metabolic function, sexual function, uh, insulin sensitivity, workout recovery, wound healing, et cetera. So all of those things start to decline as you age and you can see them directly. There's how you live your daily life, your sleep, get your sleep, you get less sleep or less adequate sleep. Um, you start to gain what we call stress fat around here. You start to gain like midsection fat, right? It's harder to get rid of. It doesn't seem like it ever comes off. You can start actually seeing it, feeling it, um, you have lower energy levels, right? And your mood changes. So it's no, it's no shock that you can actually track anxiety and depression going up with the rate at which your hormonal secretion declines. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously every single day when you're, you know, especially if you're somebody that's like putting the work in, you know, and we're like really doing, you know, minding that's your, the worst, minding your P's and Q's <laughs> and you're eating a consistent diet and you're working out every day and you're trying to like sleep good. And, and you're and a, not only you're not getting the same results that you're used to getting, but B, you're, you're declining nonetheless, you know, and then you're trying, you know, as we always see it, you know, now we start going down the rabbit hole of like trying all these different new things, you know, to try able to, you know, cut weight or, you know, and, and healthy things in some instances, obviously. And you, and in addition to that, I would say, um, you can't really enjoy life like you used to, because you know, obviously if you go out and you like have a beer or you do something else like that, like at the end of the day, like it's a bad thing. So it's almost like now you start to lose your social life and we know, obviously, socially speaking, like how important that is to overall health and well-being and longevity. So yeah, hormonal decline obviously sucks pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to say the very least. Absolutely. Are there, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think about, uh, you know, a lot of the guys that I always hang out with and stuff, they're, in, they're into fitness and they're into to weightlifting and bodybuilding and, you know, they've done hormone replacement therapies and all that stuff and, you know, and, and, and done a little bit of, you know, experimentation with growth hormone products and things like that. But you don't like we don't really probably talk a lot about women. Is there major differences as far as like growth hormone and how it affects, you know, women versus men? I mean, obviously, testosterone, there's a there's a big, big difference between the two uh, sexes. But what about growth hormone? So we would have to look. So number one, growth hormone is exactly the same in women and men. It's it, it's it. It manages the exact same functions for lack of a better term. It's not sex dominant at all. Okay. So testosterone and estrogen are found in both men and women. Clearly men are testosterone dominant, uh, and women are estrogen dominant. However, what most people don't realize is that in order to absorb those hormones optimally, you have to have adequate levels of growth hormone or their end result growth factors. So one of the things we see, um, in women, especially as they approach their 
menopause and premenopause, menopause, postmenopause, number one, they still need testosterone. In fact, if you go to a hormone doctor, you'll see massive testosterone declines of women in menopause, and they'll actually be put on testosterone therapy. Um, that's a huge deal, right? So when you're able to add in something like BioProPlus or the growth factors, you're able to absorb those hormones naturally that you have uh, more optimally. So you're able to offset a lot of the issues that come along with menopause, postmenopause, whether you're talking about sexual function, whether you're talking about anxiety, depression, whether you're talking about um, weight loss or body composition, all of those things are exactly the same. So better metabolism, higher growth, higher growth factors, better metabolism, mm -hmm. better fat loss potential. Okay. Fascinating. So let's get into the nitty gritty then about the, uh, the product that you have. Um, so number one, um, how, how do you take it? Is it, um, is it oral? Is it, um, you know, um, subcutaneous, intramuscular? And then um, when, you, when you are taking it, um, do you take it, uh, you know, as I know, growth hormone is primarily released morning and night. So you take it along with that, that body's natural rhythms. Um, how often, you know, so how often do you take it? Do you cycle it as far as like five days on, two days off? Like, so, so what's the protocol that you have with that? Sure. So, um, and I was laughing cause I, I very rarely do this, but I have some like literally just sitting next to me. So it comes in a little vial like this. You get uh, a vial for every single morning. So you would take BioPro as soon as you wake up, your feet hit the floor, boom, you take your vial, you actually hold it underneath your tongue. So we don't like injections. Um, the only other way to get it into your body as fast as uh, an injection would be a suppository. We're not in that business either. Mm -hmm. Thank um, God. <laughs> so this is, yeah. So, uh, this is a uh, sublingual delivery. It literally sits underneath your tongue and then it'll express the blood vessels in your mouth. You will feel it working. It is a, uh, there's an intensity to it. Most people end up looking forward to it, but yeah, you'll feel it working. It'll absorb into your bloodstream. And then if there's anything left over, you just swallow that. So, so hold it on your tongue, 90 seconds, swallow it. And then you wait about nine minutes before you eat or drink anything. And then you're off to the races. So you would take it every single morning. Okay. You don't have to cycle because there's no negative feedback loop. So um, you don't have to come off it. You're not, you're not messing with a glandular function, so you don't have to worry about those types of issues. Do people stop taking it for like a week or two or three to you know, feel good about it? Yeah, sure, go for it. Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't have to do that. Okay. And then, so that's constant, uh, no breaks, no cycling, no nothing like that. Probably- Yeah, you don't need any- you don't need any PCT, right? So you mm -hmm. don't need any post-cycle therapies either. So with testosterone, people, uh, you're on a TRT regimen eventually or during, you're going to have to take what's called a PCT mm -hmm. or estrogen blockers, right? So with the increased amount of testosterone, you're going to increase your amount of estrogen. For men, it's not a great idea. It's going to offset all of the things you're trying to do with testosterone anyway. Right. Um, so you don't have to take any additional drugs to offset what, what, the product is doing to your body. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, as you spoke about all the different benefits that you're going to have taking, taking this particular type of a product, like how, you know, people probably want to know, like, um, cause like with testosterone, for example, you know, relatively speaking, as far as feeling the changes of, you know, uh, you know, decreased, um, uh, joint pain or recovery times or muscle mass, strength gains, all that, like how long do you, does it take when you're supplementing with this particular product before you would really start to notice any significant changes? Like number one question we get all the time. Mm -hmm. And what we, number one, everybody has different physiology, physio physiologically. Okay. So everybody might have a different response, but I will tell you overwhelmingly, 
absolutely overwhelmingly anecdotally from the people that use our product and they message us all the time is first 10 to 12 days, 10 wow. to 12 days. It's like a light switch will come on. If it's going to work for you, it's probably going to work for you that fast. And the first thing that they notice is energy levels, energy and mood without fail. Okay. Mm. And there's different reasons for that. And that depends on the individual using the product, but, um, without fail energy and mood. Those are the fastest things to happen. Okay. And then we typically get physiological changes like physical changes, weight loss, noticeable weight loss, um, body composition, uh, four to six weeks. That's like anything. And, um, Mm -hmm. especially with weight loss because fat loss takes six weeks minimum, even to start because fat cells aren't released from the body for literally that long. So you can burn the fat, but the cells aren't released for several weeks. So you actually, it takes four to six weeks for fat loss to occur. Mm -hmm. Workout recovery is typically right in that two, three, four week range as well. And then people typically do blood panels around 90 days. So they can see an improvement in blood panels um, in that three week mark. Mm -hmm. Or excuse me, three month mark. I apologize. Yeah. I mean, because when you talk about historically in the growth hormone market, you know, the the mindset was this is a long term deal. Like you're really not going to see like tremendous change for like months. Like, yeah, they would sell you on six months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. would sell you on six months and be like, hey, this is going to take you six months. And uh, that's great. But um, and you're going to literally spend tens of thousands of dollars. (laughs) Yeah. I was just about to say, I was like, I don't know what you do for a living, but you know, most of America can't afford three to 10 grand a month Mm. in an exogenous hormone treatment. Right. I mean, $3,000 a month is, uh, you know, go pick out your favorite Ferrari lease because that's what (laughs) you're paying around that much, you know, three to five grand. So, um, you know, that's what it is, what it is. So six months is, is, uh, I mean, that's a lot of time, right? So especially now in, in many states and especially in the United States, number one, it's illegal to prescribe growth hormone now for aesthetic or anti-aging purposes. And if you can get it, um, yeah, you're looking at at least three grand. And that, that doesn't include any of your blood work, any of your needles, any of your doctor visits. I mean, you're talking just for the actual product itself. Mm-hmm. Do you, before somebody would go into a product like yours, do you recommend getting blood work done just to kind of see what their baseline That's levels look like? totally or? up to them. Mm-hmm. That's totally up to them. There are different ways to, we always, we really do like to tell people like, listen, our product isn't 10 bucks. Okay. It is not an inexpensive product from that means it's a fraction of the cost of growth hormone, but it still is an investment. So we recommend that you really look at what you're trying to gain, what you're trying to feel like. Like we, I want people to be happy when they, when they do business with us. Okay. I'm, we're not interested in selling you a kit and telling you to get lost. Like, okay, cool. We got this guy. That's not what we do. We want you to be happy. So the best way to do that is to really think about what are your goals? What's going to make you happy with the use of this product? Okay. And, and figure out a way and we can help you figure out a way to quantitatively measure your results and your success, because it isn't for everybody. Okay. Some people use the product and it's, they might be getting something out of it, but it still doesn't, you know, it it doesn't justify the cost for them. And that's okay. Not every single human being on earth needs our product, but for the people that they, that do, I mean, it's a game changer. So just really think about how to quantitate, uh, how, how to quantify exactly what you're looking to get, get with it, whether it's recovery times, you know, inches off your waist, um, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can measure the, you can measure the results that way. 
If you want to go get blood panels, you can. I would highly recommend making sure you ask for an IGF-1 blood panel, which is insulin-like growth factor number one. It, it is how you test for growth hormone. You do not get a blood panel for growth hormone because it is a, um, it's a pulsating hormone, meaning it can you can literally trigger to pulse to to trigger its delivery depending upon how you live your life at different times, whether it's exercise, whether it's sleep amounts, whether it's how you're eating, etc. So you can't actually test for growth hormone, you test for IGF-1 serum levels. So the IGF-1 that is produced from growth hormone that is currently in your blood. So ask for that because it is not typically included on a normal full panel. It has somehow magically, and I don't know when, um, dropped off uh, a normal blood panel. People don't realize that growth hormone is a very, very normal um, medical application in the 90s. It was, in fact, when you did get TRT, you typically always got growth hormone with it because you have to address the growth hormone to maximize or optimize your testosterone or hormone absorption. Mm -hmm. It just has, you know, disappeared in the world of 99.99 corner clinics selling test. I mean, you're in Florida. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Tampa. It's the 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 mecca of um, cash pay drive through. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, show us your blood panels and uh, we're going to give you, you know, sipinate. So it's mm -hmm. uh, it's crazy world out there. Yeah, there is a, no doubt about that. Those clinics are all over the place. But you, you talk about blood panels and, and you did bring it up, obviously, at the beginning of the, the podcast and show. But just to clarify, you know, I'm sure there are people out there that are competitive athletes or uh, maybe, for example, a power lifter. I, you know, my my background, people yeah. people. Probably don't look at me now, but back in the day when I was 20, I, I was I was a power lifter, actually, you know, and, and sure enough, you know, I'd get done, um, you know, with with the lifts and I would go into the back and give a urine sample and they would test me. And, you know, <laughs> so for those people that are that do get drug tested and, and are looking for um, performance enhancing, you know, drugs, you know, this is under the radar. This is not something that would red flag them if they had increased Correct. IGF-1. It's, uh it, I number one, you can't test for it because it's molecularly identical to what your body produces. So there's no test that could even pop it. And actually people don't realize this, but even if you were taking synthetic HGH, there's no blood test you can take or, or piss test to, to trigger that either. What they look for in HGH and what they're testing for is abnormalities. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for um, individuals who exceed the human capabilities of those specific hormones. So, that's another thing we don't have by design. We don't even have the ability to put you in an abnormal range. Now, remember abnormalities are where the risks start to really start to show up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So abnormalities and hormone levels is when you're going to start getting, um, cardiac issues, right? Your, your heart's a muscle. So if you ever see these dudes who in different sports, maybe different entertainment, uh, shows you watch where there's big muscle guys on and they have a massive midsection and they're older guys. Well, that's probably because they've been using drugs like this for a long time. And the reason why is their organs inside are growing as well. Mm -hmm. And that, ha that happens when you start to reach into abnormal ranges of these, of exogenous hormone use, right? So it's pushing your body past its normal capabilities. There's, you're losing a lot of that regulation, your heart, your rib cage, all of these things expand. They call it barrel chest. And you can, I mean, look at just go on Instagram and scroll through old bodybuilders and stuff or, or 
you know, wrestlers, you're, you're going to see it. <laughs> That's um, the way my mom says it, by the way, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, and nothing against those guys. We work with a lot of those guys too. The guys that aren't interested in, um, you know, going the route, maybe their predecessors did that. I mean, look at some of these older guys that it's really tragic stories. I mean, they, they literally dropped dead. So, um, I mean, you're in Florida, man, these news stories pop up all the time. Like X dude, you know, whatever drives his car into a, mm -hmm. you know, it's really sad, but it, it's reality. And a lot of these things lead to that. Now I'm not saying everybody, but again, abnormal use, putting your body in an abnormal, uh, space mm -hmm. is going to cause this type of stuff to get to your question. Cause I went on a rant and I appreciate everybody hanging in there with me. Um, you can't test for it. There's, mm -hmm. there's no test that even exists for it. Um, it's molecularly identical to what your body already produces. You have nothing to worry about. We work, um, we have government agencies, uh, high tactical elite government agencies that utilize the product and have tested it. We have military law enforcement that use this product every single day. Mm -hmm. We have, um, world, you know, champion fighters and combat sports athletes that are under the USADA banner, which is actually a very stringent, um, drug pol uh, you know, anti-doping policy. We have professional football players that use this, not in the, not in the United, not in the United States. The NFL uh, does not allow the use of our products, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. But in Canada, if you play football in Canada, you can, but yeah, um, yeah you can't pop a drug <laughs> test, man. Okay, cool. And like you said, because it, it doesn't possess the capability to put you outside those normal ranges, then you don't have to really concern yourself about the side effects. And of course, like you said, the side effects are organomegaly. I mean, that's a big deal. I remember, um, you know, there was always talk like you can't drink alcohol while taking like exogenous growth hormone because your pancreas will like get enlarged or you would get. Oh, man, maybe that's why you see a lot of this pancreatic cancer stuff. Probably, you know, and and or like you would get joint pain, like your, your knuckles would get bigger and they would hurt and it'd be stiff and they would be yeah, sore. Yeah. So people don't realize that is like, you're taking a drug to help accelerate healing and like to feel better and, and be less painful. But again, exactly your point, growth hormone literally can be directly related to like carpal tunnel syndrome, like joints, all of these types of issues that, um, it kind of, to me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like what is the, um, Again, what's the risk to reward? And, and, and to stay in a safe zone, like if you're taking this very little amount of growth hormone, are you really benefiting for how much it costs for what it is? And again, I'm not a growth hormone hater. I'm just, this is just factual information of the day and age that we're in. Yeah. In the nineties, it was a very different story. It wasn't that expensive. You know, it wasn't crazy regulated. It wasn't this big deal, but um, that's just not the world we live in any longer. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not the best bang for your buck, obviously, especially like you said, if you're, you're going into it for recovery and to feel better and to feel youthful and you like literally your joints start to feel like you're getting older you know, as you're on it for, for X amount of time. And we all have seen those, um, um, you know, the jaw bones start to get protruded, you know, and, and, and the cheekbones, you know, it's just, it's, it, yeah, long-term abuse of it can be, can be debilitating and, and life-threatening. There is no doubt about that. Um, so, you know, obviously for me, um, I'm definitely interested, obviously, in getting on the product. And I'm sure a lot of my listeners are like, this sounds like the real deal. Um, what is, what is the cost associated with, uh, your product and how would somebody go about purchasing the product? So it's two ninety nine a month. Okay. You have two ways to, you have two ways of acquiring BioPro plus you can get it from an approved provider. So if you're a clinic clinician, you, uh, meet our minimum standards for 
uh, in-house use, right? Um, you can go to your doctor and get it. If you don't have one, mm-hmm. I mean, you can hit us up on the website or on uh, social media, DM us, and we'll connect you with a clinical director and they can find one in your area. Um, South Florida, you won't really have an issue with that because mm-hmm. we have some of our biggest docs are right down there and uh, mm-hmm. in your neck of the woods, yeah. for lack of a better term. Would that And those um, particular physicians, would they have to be like MDs or nurse practitioners in order to prescribe this? Or Yeah, they- so you're looking at, you're looking at, um, MDs, PAs that we have like a list. There's a, we're really popular with orthopedic guys, orthopedic surgeons, et cetera. Sure. Um, urologists, all that type of fun stuff. But, um, yeah, they have to be, you know, in good standing. They have to have a license to, uh, That's to practice. Good. They have to have a, you know, a real space. Yeah. Um, or you can go right on our website. We, during the whole COVID thing, we figured out how to kind of do our own thing. And, um, because all the clinics were closing, like we're in Florida, so it wasn't a big deal, but you're talking about our biggest cities are New York, uh, Las Vegas, um, Southern California at that point, Northern California, um, New Jersey. So these are all places that it doesn't matter if you were a clinic or not. I mean, you were shut down. Right. So then, you know, that was the birth of telehealth, which is the, this big thing. And we figured out how to kind of ride that wave. So now we have and built a platform online where you can just go online and you can get it directly from us. So it's us or it's a clinic and, uh, you're off to the races. It's amazing. Well, little known uh, fact, uh, Premier Wellness Centers now is actively looking to engage a nurse practitioner into our business uh, protocol to be doing some more functional medicine and anti-aging practices in our practice. So um, I definitely think that uh, the BioPro Plus uh, fits within that uh, realm for sure. Um, And then briefly, like you did mention some other products. What other products uh, does your company offer besides just that one? So one of our next big pushes is our sleep product. So we created a... Um, I want to use the right word. I was thinking of a cool word to use, but I guess a sibling or a, uh, an additional product you can add on to BioPro to do your PM. So remember, uh, BioPro is first thing in the morning, it's AM. So mm-hmm. you take it as soon as you wake up. Now, what we're doing is, is we're giving you the end result of the hormone itself, right? We're giving you growth factors, but we also want your body to operate the best it can without additional products. So, We've created a, a, a nighttime formula that can increase the time and help you get into your REM and NREM sleep cycles faster. Now, why that's important is because 70 to 90% of all of your hormone secretion mm-hmm. is during those deep sleep cycles. And you pulse in and out of these cycles throughout the night. And the amount of time that you spend in these cycles is going to determine how much hormone you're going to secrete. You're going to, excuse me, you're going to secrete or create during that sleep time. So if you're waking up once a night, twice a night, three times a night, I hope not, um, you are affecting these sleep cycles, which means you are directly affecting the way that your body produces testosterone, estrogen, growth hormone, et cetera, which is going to accelerate all of like the bad stuff we talked about for however long, 45, 46 minutes we've been doing this. Um, <laughs> you're going to accelerate every single one of those. Right? And that's, that's fact. That's just a factual, you know, thing of life. So if you can increase the amount of time that you spend in the REM sleep cycles, not even increase the amount of time that you're just asleep, but increase that actual restorative sleep, that's the only thing that matters. So you're able to take this product about 20 to 30 minutes before bed. And I mean, it's, uh, it's intense, dude. It's really cool because it works tonight. It doesn't work three weeks from now. Does it make you drowsy or is it just once you get into sleep, it just makes it more effective? It's when you're into sleep. So you won't wake up drowsy. 
It's not a, it's a, you know, it's not knocking you out. It's not a sleep drug. That's our whole thing, right? So we make products. That's our, that's our real mission and what our business is, is we like to make alternatives to effective yet potentially harmful drugs, right? So things that work, but they come with problems. We like to offer somebody an addition, a separate option that they don't necessarily have to commit to that, again, risk tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. So um, where sleep drugs come in and they just knock you out and then you got to deal with tomorrow, we don't do that. All we're doing is helping your body get into a better restorative sleep cycle. Doesn't even mean that you have to sleep 10 hours a day, right? We're trying to help you get eight hours of sleep in six. So you're able to feel those effects like now. It doesn't take three weeks to work. It's not habit forming. You're going to feel it in the first 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to notice a difference. What's really fun about that product is not only how fast it works, but it's the easiest to measure its efficacy. So if you wear like a, and I don't have anything to do with them. I wish I did. If you wear like a whoop band, mm-hmm. right. Or you wear like a wearable that tracks your sleep. I, wear I mean, a, an you're going to see it done, done deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to see it. Um, Man, if not in the first 24 hours, the first 72 hours. And we see massive increases. So we have guys who send in like their whoop scores all the time. Um, and you'll see guys that were getting like 30 minutes of REM sleep. And it will increase over an hour. Mm-hmm. And we're talking fast. So it's a, it is a life-changing product for individuals who have severe trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. What's the, what is the mechanism behind that product? How does it do that? Yeah, so it's B6 pyridoxine. It's Macuna extract, which is an L-dopa precursor. It's uh, colostrum, which Uh is the same type of thing that, you know, you're producing in your mother's milk. Right. Um, And then we add shilajit, goji berries, uh, aloe vera extract, which is a, uh, it's a cell permeating complex to help actually increase the bioavailability of not only that product, but vitamins and nutrients in general. It permeates the cell wall to actually drive nutrients into it. Mm -hmm. And there is two milligrams of melatonin per serving. So a very small amount, not enough to create any type of negative feedback loop. Right. Uh, Melatonin concern should start around five milligrams. But um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a, that one's a fun one because, uh, I mean, there's no selling it. It's very simple. Yeah. I mean, it, it works and it works fast. Absolutely. You know, and, and I'm, and I'm a big, big believer in you can't, you can't measure, you can't like assess what you don't track, you know? So when people talk to me about sleep, I mean, Agreed. if you don't have any of one of those technologies in order to, cause man, when I got an aura ring, holy cow, I, if you would have asked me prior to an aura ring, like, how do you sleep at night? I'm like, I'm good. You know, I kind of fell asleep relatively quick. I wake up in the morning. I'm pretty refreshed. Holy cow. Did I not like sleep efficiently throughout the night? And so now all these, um, you know, chili pads in my bed to get my temperature down, like cold at night and like, you know, making sure I turn off my Wi-Fi and getting uh, blackout curtains and <laughs> making sure my phone, oh, man, you're out. really, you're going all, all I, in. Well, I and, like and it. it works, you know, so you can only imagine if you could take, um, and I've, I've kind of like done a couple different products for sleep and stuff like that. And, They've been okay, you know, but yeah, that would be something I would be, would love to give it a shot. We'll we'll have to get you one of those because (laughs) we don't get like, oh, it was okay. We get, whoa, uh, is this working right? (laughs) So like one of the really fun things is hearing about people dreaming. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're not hitting your REM sleep cycle effectively, you're not really dreaming. When you do, you'll really dream. I mean, people remember their dreams. They're very vivid. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's legit. It's very cool. It's a lot of fun to, to get those testimonials. Um, we're very lucky to have mm-hmm. a, um, a social media presence 
that is very user generated. It's very user oriented. Like everything is about the people that use our products. It's um, so we get a ton of feedback. I mean, feedback all day, every day. It's, it's really been crazy. I've never been involved in a company that uh, gets this type of engagement. So getting those results and people like, you, I know what they're experiencing with the sleep. So it's like, when you read the stories, I, I laugh and I like, cause I know what they're going through. I'm like, Oh man, it only gets better from here, which is, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's just, uh, I'm a really lucky guy to be honest. Like I, yeah. um, we're, uh, we're having fun over here. It's, uh, it's been an exciting ride. Yeah. That's super exciting. I always say there is no luck because you know, you're in the right place at the right time, exactly where you're supposed to be right now because you saw a need and you filled it and you're providing a great product and people love it and they're getting results from it. So congratulations on that stuff for sure. So, you know, it was uh, really easy. I was just a normal guy using it the same as everybody else. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I felt the potential right on. So if, if people do want to, um, tell us where to find you on your website, tell us where to find uh, people on your social media handles and stuff like that. So people can kind of tap in and kind of see what everybody else is getting out of it. Yeah. So you can, I mean, we got a website like everybody, right? It's www.bioproteintech.com. That's B I O P R O T E I N T E C H.com. The Instagram is really where we live. That's uh, the funnest one. If you want to go check out social media stuff, it's the exact same handle. It's bioprotein tech. So B I O P R O T E I N T E C H. Um, you know, hit us up, give us a follow. If you have any other questions, you can shoot us a DM directly. If you want to get set up with a, you know, you need medical advice that potentially they, you know, they can't handle right there through the DMS. We're going to send you to somebody who can, um, but we're there to help. Right. Mm-hmm. It's um, that's what we do. All right. Well, I appreciate your time today. Uh, you certainly have one more customer officially after this podcast oh, is over. Um, as I'm going to be contacting you immediately and, and, and try out some of the products. I'm su- super pumped about the BioPro Plus and obviously the the sleep component of the uh, the treatment protocols you got is more than fascinating to me because I know sleep is is the foundation and the beginning of your day, not the end of the day. Um, as like a lot of people. Oh, I like that. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Like when you get a good night's sleep, does your day not just percent. go that much better? But you know, <laughs> oh, obviously when you one. get a, a bad, it's just a bad start to your day, basically. Oh <laughs> man, I agree. It's, it's tough. So mm-hmm. I, man, that was a great line. I, I will have well, to give you credit you, where credit is due. You apply that where, where, where you need to, obviously. So Dustin Baker, appreciate your time, of course. And uh, again, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I mean, you know, share it with your friends. How many people out there wouldn't love to have a product like this? How many people out there, millions is the answer, struggle with sleep, aren't getting good sleep, they're having health um, consequences as a result of that. And um, again, leave your comments on the podcast, like us. This is the way that we get this uh, vital content out to as many people as possible. Because the state of health right now, especially in the United States, is at an all-time low. And if we don't turn things around, um, it's not going to get any better. And and you know where that usually ends up and leads to. So, Dustin, again, thanks for your time. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on another episode of the Evolve Wellness Experience. Enjoy the rest of your day and be well. 